welcome to the City of Fruit podcast. Fruit is used as a metaphor, not of our direct actions, but the things produced as a result of our lives. This isn't about just the things that we're accomplishing, but the true deeper meaning and lasting impact of what we're doing. This is your host, Palmer Thomas, and I'm excited to have you here on this journey with me. I am on today with my guest, Brian Watson. How are you today, Brian? Wonderful. Thanks for having me on your show. Absolutely. So first off, right off the top, this is the City of Fruit podcast. Mm -hmm. And so the first question we like to ask is, what is your favorite kind of fruit? Oh, that's a good one. I'd probably say an apple. Okay. A good red delicious. Red delicious apple too. Yeah. Okay. Why is that? Anything, any reason? I don't know. I just like the skin and makes me feel like I'm being healthy and probably I'm not, but it sounds good. An apple a day keeps the doctor away, That's what they say. That's what they say. I guess so. Well, great. I love apples as well. Um, So Brian, you are, uh, I guess just give a quick summary of who you are. Absolutely. Well, uh, I'm a father to three kids and I'm an entrepreneur and I founded a company called North Star Commercial Partners about 20 years ago. And so our focus is buying vacant commercial real estate assets all around the country to try to create jobs and opportunity to empower people. I love it. I love it. And so we're in the office right now in Denver. We are. Um, and so you're Denver based. We are. Are you around the U.S., around the world? Where? What's kind of the, the market for things you do? Yeah. So our headquarters is right at 1999 Broadway in downtown Denver. And I grew up on the western slope of Colorado, a little town of Olathe, but have no desire to leave Colorado. Absolutely love it. In terms of the company, uh, currently we own assets in 17 states around the country. And so we're always looking in different areas uh, throughout America, again, to try to drive those jobs and opportunity into local communities. Very cool. And you said so specifically like vacant properties mostly. <laughs> what, what does that like look like? Yeah. So I guess when I was at CU Boulder, I missed the class about buying uh, income generating assets. And uh, I say that in jest. But no, my real passion, a number of years ago, I decided to connect my passion with my profession. And I think when you do that, you don't work another day in your life. Now, my staff knows that I work extremely hard, but I really believe when you can connect the two, it's a special thing. And so I read a book that was very influential in my life and number of years ago called Halftime. And it's this idea of going from success to significance. And I asked myself a question. I said, you know what? Great that we're trying to drive great returns to our investors and try to you know, make money in our deals, but there's got to be something more. And that something more that hit me was that, you know what? We happen to be involved with commercial real estate, but we're really involved in the people business. And so if we can go out and buy those vacant assets and create jobs and opportunity in those communities, that's really where my passion lies. That's awesome. I love that. And that's that's something I've been able to be a part of a few of your events, which mm-hmm. I want you to talk about as well. But what I've loved to see is that you you do the business, you do this and you and you're successful in that. Mm-hmm. You're not trying to not be um, you know, successful in the ventures that you take, but a lot of the reason behind why you do it and and you don't miss the people in all of it. Well, I appreciate you saying that. You know, we've been very blessed and uh, we measure our success on one asset at a time, but there is that people component. And, you know, I've positioned North Star as really a commercial real estate firm with a heart. And you think about most commercial real estate firms in America or the world, you don't necessarily think about their love and their service to the community. They're usually a well-heeled set that, um, you know, is focused on generating those high returns uh, for their investors. But for us, we want to be a commercial real estate firm with a heart. And whether it's our employees that 
that we get to work with every day or the people we're impacting in the communities, uh, that really is what drives us, those relationships. That's awesome. Um, and so just tell us about those those kind of events that you do or how you get involved in the community. Yeah. So as an individual, I operate in three primary buckets, all on the foundation and fabric of faith. And so bucket number one is my business, which is commercial real estate, and that's what we live and breathe on a daily basis. Uh, bucket number two is being involved with philanthropy. I'm a big believer, if you're blessed with something, give it back and uh, to serve others. And so because of my faith and other things, very involved in philanthropy in the community. And then the final bucket is politics. Uh, I've traveled a good part of the world, and I try to tell people we have won the historical lottery to live where and when and how we do in the United States of America. We're not perfect, but we sure are blessed. And I know you've traveled a lot yourself. And for me, all of that rests on the foundation and fabric of faith and how I can be a better servant and loving and serving others. So on the philanthropy side, we've done a lot of fun things. We do a community barbecue where we go out and have meals uh, with different groups all throughout Denver. Uh, we also go out and do different food drives or donate vacant space uh, to organizations and nonprofits. And then we founded a thing called the Opportunity Coalition, which has been a lot of fun. That's great. And so uh, what, what are ways that people can come alongside you and partner with you in those things? Yeah. Well, first I would say I like to come alongside them. So if anybody is listening, has a certain nonprofit or something that's near and dear to their heart, uh, we love to learn about it. And there's different ways to contact us. You can contact me directly at brianwatson.us. And I actually will get that email and I will respond to it. And to figure out what other things are out there that we can come alongside. In terms of what we're doing, um, again, reach out to me and we can get you plugged into what we're doing. Uh, the Opportunity Coalition now meets on a quarterly basis, and we're tackling the top issues on people's minds, things like health care and transportation and the economy. Uh, next one is on May 16th, and it's about the impending uh, economy and the recession. Uh, we do a monthly lunch uh, here at the office where we invite people around the table. I know you've been to that as well. And then we're always just going out into the community, and we let people know and say, do you want to come alongside of us? And regardless of your background, where you live, whatever it might be, let's break bread together and try to go make a positive impact. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, like you said, being a part of those events was, has been really powerful. I think one thing I've taken away um, was that you're bringing people together to network, mm -hmm. but not just for the betterment of each other, yeah. but for the betterment of the world, the city, the people around them. How can we get to know each other? and not just so I can get richer and you can get richer, yeah. but so that we can help people out. Yeah, one of my favorite things is to build bridges among people and tear down barriers. You know, I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of our politicians and others constantly dividing us, whether it be by our sex, by our religion, where we live, where we don't live, what we have, what we don't have. You know, that's not America. America, we should celebrate our diversity, and diversity is what makes us strong and really deepens that fabric. And so everything we do is about building those bridges and tearing down those barriers. And if you happen to get some business out of it and or you know help you get a job or whatever that's wonderful that's not the primary purpose the primary pur purpose is to connect with people and figure out how we can serve others and I think when you do that good things happen yeah yeah absolutely what uh, what would you say to somebody I think a lot of people listening to this are in that you know early out of college mm -hmm. uh, figure out everything yeah. figure out how to make a difference but also how to provide for myself and how to pay the expensive bills in Denver <laughs> and to how to you know just how to survive but also but I want to do something about it and um, I think that it almost gets to a point where it's so stressful or there's so much to think about or there's this and this and this mm -hmm. and and so then we just don't help we don't volunteer we don't give our resources back we don't um, you know, like prioritize relationships yeah. and family. How would you say, like, what would some advice you'd give to that kind of pe person that's 
you know, trying to find that balance. Yeah. Well, I would say a couple of things. First, I'm writing my second book right now. It'll be published in about a month and it's called Building uh, Lessons Learned in Real Estate and Life. Love it. And literally in the beginning of the book, I write that this is the book that I wish that somebody would have given me when I was in high school or college. Kind of some of these life lessons of how to get engaged and, and, and how to look at some of that minefield that might be hitting me in the future. And so all those proceeds will be donated 100% away to charities. And so when it comes out, I encourage people to look at it. Uh, but in terms of where people are, you know, I think most people truly want to give. They just either get too busy or they don't know how to give. It's a lesson learned like anything else. And, you know, they think, oh, well, I have the only way I can give is if I have a bunch of money. Well, you know what? You can give of your time, your talent or your treasure. And so many organizations need, you know, a few minutes or an hour a week. You know, other organizations could use a few dollars a week. And so, you know, philanthropy or giving doesn't have to be this big, grandiose thing. It could be just giving someone a compliment walking down the street and so I really just encourage people to start it and as you do you'll find out that it just becomes this thing you get more and more excited about as time goes on yeah that's awesome um, how about on a personal level how do you navigate finding um, success and and success in business and um, you know creating a biz creating a company that's thriving and but also not finding your significance in that. Yeah. So again, it goes back to that book for me uh, of going halftime by Bob Buford of going from this thing called success to this thing called significance. Mm -hmm. And I think most people define success specifically when we're younger of, you know, where do you want to graduate from? What, you know, who do you want to marry? Where do you want to live? How much do you want to make? Whatever it might be. And, and usually it's from a worldly definition. I know you've gone through a personal journey where, you know, you've had a different definition of that. Um, but when you go into the locker room and the halftime of life and you're a little bit bloody, a little bit tired, uh, what do you want the second half of your life to look like? And hopefully you make this transition to significance. And significance is about blessing others, living a larger life than just about yourself. And so I learned at a very young age, my father went away at 39 and, and died that evening and I was 16. And I realized that none of us know how long we have to live. And so even that young person who might be listening today, you know, you might be in the fourth quarter of your life and you don't know it. Uh, you could be hit by a car this afternoon. And so live your life focusing on that thing called significance and define what significance is for you. For me, it's more of a faith-driven component. Faith is at the center of my life. And so regardless of all the trappings of stuff as success from a worldly side, for me, it's about being a good and faithful servant. And whether I'm given much or little, I want to continue to love and to serve others. And so that is my definition. Now, many may say, well, that's kind of a low bar. I would say it's a pretty high bar. And uh, so that drives my business and everything that I do and, and again we've been very blessed we're going to continue to go out and do great things but we don't measure it in a monetary perspective yeah that's amazing um, and, and you you do a lot of like philanthropic things and, and stuff uh, in the community mm -hmm. how do you as a as a businessman you know like lay down your life to some extent for your company for mm -hmm. the people that you work with for the people that work for you yeah I'll tell you I absolutely love being an employer you know it uh, for some people they thrive in it other people it's hard for them to take on and so I look around and I have about 40 people here in Denver and I'm helping to drive value where they can pay their rent payment send their kid to college buy their first home whatever I just got an email about a week ago from one of my employees and he said you know Brian I just gotta tell you he said uh, you know my wife and I they were newly married we just bought our first home and I just want to say thank you because I wouldn't have been able to do it and without being having a job here and you know that's the kind of thing to me that 
when you go back to this definition of success, that means more to me than most anything else I can do. And so it's about driving that value and uh, putting those people first. I absolutely love my team. They know that I'm the first in the trenches on the battlefield, and I'm also the last to leave as the bullets are flying and we see the whites of their eyes. And so uh, I really love coming alongside and being an example for them of how to work hard, but also balance family and life at the same time. Yeah. That's that's great. What about um, you? You ran for treasurer. I did this last uh, midterm. I did. Yeah. What what was what was the reasoning for that? Why did you decide to do that? Yeah. Well, you know, again, I it's part of the giving back. I have learned a lot of lessons, and I've been doing investments for decades now. And I looked at the state treasury and specifically things like para, which are you know things like pension funds for school teachers and firefighters and a host of other things. And it's it's grossly underfunded and it has a huge liability. I mean, literally, it may not be around in the future. And so I have a lot of friends that are school teachers and, you know, firemen and everything else. And so I said, you know what, why don't I bring that expertise and try to help solve these issues? And so I pledged not to take a salary and wanted to be a true, um, you know, servant, public servant. And uh, unfortunately, uh, it wasn't a year for somebody who was center right. And uh, we ended up losing, but I loved it, loved carrying the message. And uh, we're still going to go out and make a positive impact regardless of whether we're in office or not. Yeah. Yeah. I I love politics as well. And Mm -hmm. I think getting involved or even knowledgeable about local politics is such an important thing. It is absolutely vital. Yeah. And, and, um, and like you said, I think, I think so many people look at politics because, or through a national lens, Mm -hmm. because that's all they see and know and on the news and whatever. And so, like you said, I think it's kind of a weird time in Colorado because a lot of people, um, even when you start having conversations about local politics really have Mm -hmm. no idea Mm-hmm. what's going on or who's in office or any of that. But that actually is what affects you more on a daily level than the national scale things anyway. Absolutely. And it's really sad to me how polarized it's become. You know, it's uh, I think most of the people are in the middle of the bell curve, right? Maybe a little bit left of center, maybe a little bit right of center. But people just want freedom. They want to go live their lives and be able to, you know, put food on the table and go after their dreams. And sadly, the extreme uh, factions on the right and the extreme ultra factions on the left is really what drives us apart. And that's what you hear on the news. But most people are not there. And so, you know, we got caught up on that. And uh, in terms of the national scene, that does affect the local. But I do encourage people, you know, please get involved and please vote and make your voice heard. It's just absolutely vital. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And and looking at it through um, the, the lens of people, mm-hmm. like yeah. actually, hey, I want to serve people. Yeah. And that is something that's important because if we don't lose the focus of people, those decisions are actually, actually affecting everybody. They do. Well, you know, I'll give you an example. So I own a building down in Colorado Springs, and I literally was just down there with them yesterday. And it used to be a former family fund center. It went vacant. We bought it pretty much vacant and turned it around. And one of the tenants that was in there was a call center, and they handled different calls from around the country. Well, by the recent laws that were changed in the state government in Colorado, it's no longer affordable for a call center to meet those minimum wage requirements. So all those people were fired and that company went under. And you say, well, you know, it's a call center. Well, you know what? Those are real people and real jobs that are depending on that call center, Uh, not to mention the customer service, you know, aspect of it. So it really does have strong impacts. And sadly, the people at the state capitol and most governments, they don't realize the impact and the consequences of law that they're writing into law that affects common people like you and I. Mm. 
No, that's a really good point. That's a really good point. Well, I thank you so much for your time today. Do Absolutely. you have any other things to say about business, life, politics, yeah. um, Denver? <laughs> well, I would just say, you know, life is an absolute gift and a true journey. And, you know, we all have our ups and downs, but I'd encourage people, go figure out what your passions are, make it your profession, and uh, really go out and just try to make a positive impact. You know, each of us has something to contribute uh, in this fabric of life, and it is an absolute gift and blessing, and we'd love to meet whoever uh, listening and uh, to go do some good things together. Yeah, great. So Opportunity Coalition. Opportunity and that's Coalition. on Facebook. It is. You can get everything at my website, brianwatson.us, B-R-I-A-N-W-A-T-S-O-N.us. And on there are links to the Opportunity Coalition, to the Denver Barbecues, to the company, to some of our philanthropic work. And uh, again, we'd love to come alongside and learn more from others. And the book. And the book as well. And the book that's coming out in a month. Yeah, in a month. And is that going to be on Amazon? or? Other, yeah, it'll be yeah. on all that. My last book was called the seven rings it's about living a life of balance and peace and um, with a faith component and the next one is going to be more focused on business and lessons learned and so it'll hopefully be coming out in about a month or so you are a busy man aren't you if you want something done give it to a busy person though i love it well thanks again for taking the time especially out of your busy schedule absolutely and, and thanks uh, for all the good work you're doing yeah i hope that people are able to come alongside and you're able to come alongside of everyone else and i, I hope everyone in the city can come alongside each other yeah. is what i really hope so yeah, i do too well, thanks again. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks. Thank you again for tuning into this episode of the City of Fruit podcast. We're a young podcast, so we're in need of your help. If you'd like to financially support or have any ideas of people to have on the show or ideas to talk about, please email me at cityoffruit at gmail.com. Also, remember to follow on Instagram at cityoffruit for all the updates of what we'll be doing and where things will be posted. Please get the word out there and share this with your friends around Denver and the world. And together, we can make this a city of fruit.